0: Ah, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Burger and Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And as always, right over there is my main man Reggie. What up, Doe? Oh man, ready, ready for football season, man. We're there. We're
1: man. it is right around the corner, man. Man, I mean it's like it's like I can walk out my house and look down the street and I see it. Yeah. I can see it coming.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you drive by a high school or or a park, you see you see kids practicing, you see them playing and, and getting ready. Yeah, little man, little league is happening.
1: Man, it's uh, every everybody, man. It's, it's 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 not fall, but you can tell people gearing up for fall. Right, the leaves are gonna start changing, the weather's gonna start getting a little cooler, start getting darker, right, a little, right? little sooner than it normally does. I mean, you you
0: got some commanders gear in.
1: Uh, I, I I got I
0: got a couple things ordered.
1: Hey, I I um I bit the bug, right? You did. I Got the bug, and uh, I I said I was not buying this stuff, but I just could not go into the season without something, right? Right, now, right, I, right. You know, th- this is how this team gets me, man. Right. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them all all the time, and then when it gets to it, we get excited, and then it's like, man, I got to get something. I got to get something. So I, I I did, folks. I ordered not one but two hats. That's what I did. Man. I did, y'all. I did that. Man. I did that. I said I wouldn't buy nothing, but I got not one but 2 Already, but, but But hold on. That's not where it ends, is it, Reg? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's not where it ends. Oh, my God. Even I forgot. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, this
0: is a shocker, and I, and I can't let it go. <laughs> I can't let it go. Go ahead, Reg. I,
1: I, I got a shirt. You got a shirt. I got a shirt as well, man. I got the... I got a shirt. So I I did. I I can't say I splurged (laughs) by any means. But your boy went from zero to three just like that. On one order. One order. Yeah. And then I was watching it. Yeah, then you were tracking it like crazy. When is it coming? (laughs) (laughs) When is it coming? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I need no porch pirates, you know, coming and ripping off my my package on the front porch. So I was tracking it in, man. I was ready for it to get here. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I I. Caught the fever myself after after your stuff
0: came in. I, I took a look at your hats and uh, I ordered a single hat, but I ordered two different shirts.
1: You had some, okay, yeah, got two it. different
0: shirts. Um, and I had a shirt that when I was up in DC that I that I picked up. So, so we ready? Yeah, we're, we're we're ready. We don't have nearly as much gear as we did in uh, you know Redskins. I, I've got closets full, Man. but uh, new commanders. You know, new new time, new it's slow you know, turning the turning the page and, and going with it. I'm man.
1: coming out the gate slow. Just put my toe in the water, man. Just you know on the gear. Yeah. So, I, I suspect I'll be getting more as they um, come out with more stuff. Right, um, right. You know all the quarter zips, and I need a new gym bag, and you know all all those things. But right. but you know I got something. I can say I got something now.
0: And 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 with that in mind, uh, what did you think of the uniforms? The white on white on the preseason first preseason game.
1: Man, you know, um, I, I think I tweeted about it. And I said, I looked at the TV, and for a second, I didn't recognize my team. <laughs> right. I, I, I honestly, I saw that, and I was like, wait a minute. Oh, okay, that is us with all the white on. If you didn't see a helmet, yeah. if, if somebody was walking around without a helmet, you wouldn't have known that was <laughs> the commander. And and that was my initial gut reaction. is like, where's my team? Oh, there's the team. Um, so with that being the case, I think two things need to happen. And it may, it may change. Well, I think they need probably some gold stripe or something down the pants or something. It didn't look bad. Let me be clear, folks. For those right. that are listening, it did not look bad. But our colors are burgundy and gold. And all it was was white and some burgundy. So maybe the gold needed to be around yeah. the numbers yeah, or maybe a stripe at, down the accent, side. Some accent up on the gold. shoulder or yeah.
0: something, yeah.
1: But what I will say is I'm really looking forward to seeing the white jersey with the burgundy pants. I think the burgundy pants, white jersey, and the and the burgundy helmet would be a better outfit slash uniform than the all white with no color, no gold or anything, no gold accent. Right. So what was your what was your reaction to it? Uh pretty much the same, to be honest with you. Um not
0: as bad as what I thought it was gonna look like. You know, when I first saw it when it first came out, I liked the black uniforms that they showed. I liked the burgundy uniforms and the white. I was like, eh, you know, I I was hoping they were gonna do something else. When I saw them on the
1: field, they're not bad. They're yeah, not it's not bad. bad at all.
0: Um, it's just it's just white. I'd like a little bit more. Yeah.
1: I, I think it needs a little bit more of our burgundy and gold color on the white. Right. Right. It right. can be predominantly white, have no problem, but it needs a gold accent somewhere. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. Um I really like the Burgundy though, the All Burgundy. I haven't seen it on the field yet, but just right. in all the pictures and things, I'm really digging the All Burgundy. So Yeah, I I,
0: I do the the lines that they have on that and a little the little accents that they have is is a is a good look on the yeah. on yeah. the Burgundy. Yeah, the All Burgundy me. is
1: really nice. Really nice. Yeah.
0: Um so you did uh you know after after watching the game a little bit, um, you know, couple impressions that I had on it was you know the the First string offense only played roughly a quarter. Um, we got to see Wentz mm-hmm. uh, with the we first did. team. We saw, uh you know, Heineke played a different, a decent amount, and then uh, you know everybody's been talking since the game, but even before, everybody's interested in Sam Howell. Sam Howell yep, and he had a had a, a solid game.
1: Yeah, he came out, man, and I, and I know people like to talk about who's on the field versus who's not on the field and those types of things, and I always say this. If, if a player, insert name of player, goes out during the preseason, during training camp and all these things, and the player looks bad, we talk about the kid, we talk about how bad that player must be. But when they do something, we like to discredit it right away and go, well, it's just preseason. where well, it was just third stringers. It was just backups. And, they, and we like to do this. So when a guy performs well in those situations, we need to give them their due. Give them their flowers and say, hey, man, the kid looks good. So there's potential there. Right. Because if he came out, and looked terrible. Case in point, I don't know if you caught a little bit of the Cowboys and the uh, the Denver game. Man, that Danucci and and Cooper Rush, man, them dude that was awful to watch. Right. But with Sam, he didn't look bad. Right. So right. you, it gives you hope that man with this kid sitting back behind um, the other guys and learning and then getting a little more rep, he may be something. Yeah, and and
0: you know, I couldn't help but as I was watching him. Uh, and a couple of his scrambles. Well, that's a a, a younger version of of Heineke, right? <laughs> I mean, just from that perspective, sure, he's sure. Kind, of, kind of the way he, the way he played a little bit um, reminded me of him. They're are two separate quarterbacks, but you know when he scrambled and and ran
1: the one for the touchdown, it was
0: like, well, sh- that, that's that's something Heineke would do too, right? Right?
1: He just got um, a better arm. But the mobility yeah. is there. Yeah. And he did a lot of that playing in, in college as well. Correct. So so a lot of people are very excited about Sam Howell. Um a lot of people saying, you know, make him QB two, get rid of Taylor and all that kind of stuff. And I just said just hold on. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it was one game and it was it, it, it's the preseason. There's so. a lot there's a lot of learning in this NFL a from the quarterback. Right. And so let's see how he does, you know, against Kansas City or or just let let the kids sit back and learn. Let's not put the pressure on them. Because yeah. if Carson gets hurt the way the NFL is there's bound to be whether it's an injury or even COVID, right? We got right. guys missing with this week's game due to COVID. Right. So I don't want Sam to be QB2 and then he goes out there and, man, he really just messes this thing up, right? So let leave the kid alone, let him sit, let him learn. There's no pressure this year and just let him get better. Yeah, I, I'll be
0: – unless he just goes crazy in camp in, in the last two preseason games, I don't see any way of him being QB2 this year. Um, but I think it's a great opportunity for him to to learn this year. Yep. Like, like to your point, zero pressure, uh, learn the game, learn the reading, learn what it takes to be an NFL Just, yep. quarterback,
1: and we'll
0: see next year uh, after that. Right? Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely, man. So, sure. but it was good, good way to go, Sam, and uh, ho- hopefully we see a little bit more from that guy. All right? Man. If you and if you are in burgundy and gold, I don't care what three, which of the three quarterbacks are, we're
0: pulling for you, right? absolutely. Running backs, uh, yeah, we got we got uh, you know that kind of opens up a, a a can of worms, good, bad, indifferent, between Gibson, Robinson Jr. and
1: JD, JD the DJ McKissick. Yeah. You know, man, I, I won't um I won't get too much and and, and belabor the point of the fumble. Uh, I think it's been talked about and um, probably beat to death at this point. People seem to think by being critical of uh, Antonio Gibson's fumbles that you don't like the guy. Listen, man, it's just holding the kid accountable, right? Your number one job as a running back is is to protect the ball. And as Scott Turner said in his pro, in his press conference, he said that we can't give away possessions. And when he fumbles those balls like that, it's giving away possessions. And you only get so many of those doing it doing doing this, uh NFL game. Right. And so the big issue with with Gibson is the fact that. This has seemed to have plagued him the past two seasons. And the first opportunity we get to see him, he does the exact same thing. The kid's got talent, man, but you can't sit and fumble the ball. And I, I won't beat it to death, right. but you got to protect the ball. And whereas years past, we didn't have anyone to play in his space. And that is no longer the case. Right? I, that offense can run at this point with B-Rob and J.D. McKissick. Well, my... my-
0: And oh, by the the, way, put
1: put Curtis Samuel back there. You can do a lot of the same stuff.
0: Um, And my comment on this was, uh, and and we can break it down a little bit more here in a second. But uh, Robinson Jr. did nothing but help himself. Yep. Gibson did nothing but hurt himself. That's right. And McKissick, man, he he looks crisp and as sharp as as ever. Man, he was catching a couple out of the backfield and just.
1: Bolton, it's fast, got the ball. man. He looked fast, fast, um, which so, I love to see. So, so it seems that whatever the, the injury that he had seems to be a non factor. And uh, I'm so glad. I mean, I think, I think Washington fans should not overlook the fact that J.D. McKissick signed with Buffalo, agreed to sign to Buffalo, and decided he didn't want to be there. He wanted to be in Washington. Right. And we shouldn't take that for granted. This kid said he saw enough of the organization and the coaching staff that he would rather be in Washington than to go to Buffalo. And Buffalo was a playoff team last year, folks. Yeah, we had a chance to go to the.
0: Well, they're already a Super Bowl
1: contender. Everybody has them right now as a Super Bowl contender. Right. And a guy like J.D., who was somewhat of a journeyman prior to coming to Washington, had a chance to go to a playoff team. And he said, no, I want to be in Washington. I want to be part of the Burgundy Gold. For the exact same money. For the exact
0: same money, right? It, we, Washington didn't come in at the last second and go, "Okay, we'll give you another million or two million yeah, or whatever yeah, exact more." Same exact, exact same money. Uh He is here because we he wants to be here, and every Washington fan should appreciate his talent and throw more
1: love his way. Yeah, absolutely, man. It, it, you know, I, I'm jealous of the folks that get to go to training camp. Yes, I'm jealous of yes. the people that are over there going the preseason and doing all of the the, we're, the activity. So,
0: yeah, those that don't know, we are uh, both. In, uh, behind enemy territory here in
1: Dallas. Um, but we represent. Yeah, yeah, we represent out here. But I, I do. I get very jealous to see all the pictures and comments and things and seeing people out there at all the activities that Jason Wright and those folks are doing. But if I was there, you know, seeking autographs and mm-hmm. all this stuff, I would definitely, anytime I saw JD McKissick, I would thank that guy for coming back to play Absolutely. for us, man.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Um, and, and going back,
0: uh, you know, we talk, we touched on Gibson. Uh, one of the things I liked about Robinson, I think, when I was watching him play, after after he carried the ball several times, every time he carried the ball, he he followed his blockers, hit the hole, and he didn't leave any yards on the field, right? If if, if there was seven yards to get, he got seven or
1: eight. There was no meat on the ball. No, no, no he ball.
0: he got everything that there was, <laughs> um, and, and that's what you want in your running back. You know, he's young, hungry, hitting it hard. Runs fast when he needs to. Runs fast. Dropped his shoulder. Uh, he caught one or two out of the backfield. Looked very fluid, very smooth. Because he didn't do a whole lot. He did some uh, out of the backfield at Alabama, but there was a. I'm not going to say a concern or knock. It was just he hadn't done a lot of Don't, it.
1: Yeah, not, not a lot of tape on him. Right, doing right. That,
0: right. right. Uh, but man, he looked he looked natural doing it, uh, which I love to see.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so between Gibson and uh, uh, B-Rob, that's what I'm going to call them, yeah. um, do, doing their thing, man, I, I think we need to see what's going to happen against Kansas City, right? I mean, Gibson will get a chance. Um, yep. um, I think uh, B-Rob will continue to do his thing. But what people have taken notice this week is with Gibson and his fumbles, um, he was relegated to special teams and the third team um, uh, duties, and uh, something he normally in, doesn't in see at all. Now he did right. run
0: with first team as
1: well. Very good. But- he was he was on the first team with uh, when it came to passing situations, from what I understand. And I want to thank Mr. John Kine for that tidbit. But uh, apparently he ran with the ones during the passing situations. But on the running situation, it was uh, Robinson and uh, not JD. Not I'm sorry, not Antonio Gibson. Gibson right. was doing special teams, man. Right. Right. And uh, and and so therefore, they're trying to get his attention. And Gibson yeah. is going to, have to earn, I think, Ron's trust and and Scott. I mean, because this was probably the first time that Scott Turner has spoken out publicly um, against Antonio Gibson right. and, and regarding his fumbles. And so I, he's got he's gotten everybody's attention.
0: Well, and I think you know, after after you're watching again, it's just preseason. We shouldn't overreact positively or negatively, but. If if Gibson controls his fumbles, and what we've seen of him in the past, what we've seen so far in uh, Robinson and McKissick, Scott Turner has some tools. You know, he he can move things around. Really, all three of them could have a, a, a two set back and then and then throw one out uh, into a wide receiver or slot position. Um, a lot of things that he should be able to do with these three running backs and what we perceive as being the three main wide receivers and Logan Thomas when he comes back. I mean, there's there's a lot of tools, potential, uh, for Scott Turner to work with. And don't forget Curtis Samuel. Well, that's what I was saying, the three the three wide receivers. Well, you're talking about from a running right, perspective. Right, right, The yes, fact yes. that they can
1: utilize Curtis Samuel in the backfield and do some things the way if the 49ers uh, utilize Debo. Right. And, and so outside of the wire receiver responsibility is what I'm getting at, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: but a lot, of, a lot of tools in, in the toolbox for, for Turner. So, you know, if, if, if Wentz can get into a little bit of a groove, um, they, I, I hope he's creating mismatches and setting things up uh, and we see something that's not vanilla like we did last year. I know there were some limitations last year because of injuries and, and Heineke uh, and his limited uh, experience
1: and skill set. Well, even with Alex Smith, Alex Smith didn't have a strong arm and he was the check down guy. So, right, right. So, so, so yeah, I have no doubt. But the other, the other new uh, development that, that came out of the press conference here was that Scott Turner's moving from the booth to the sideline. And he said that uh, he's hoping that to get the immediate feedback and the communication, not only with Carson Wentz, but the other offensive players, that, you know, you're not relaying information from a, from a third party or having to get a headset to get on. He's, he would have immediate feedback and he can sit and talk with uh, and do things with Carson to make those kinds of adjustments and things that Carson is seeing on the field that maybe they can get creative and, and get, a little, get a little fancy there on, on the offensive side. He talked about running back, the offensive line, just things that the offense is seeing, <clears throat> excuse me, that normally it would take a little bit longer to be in the booth. So he will be on the sideline calling plays this season. And I think I personally think that's that's gonna be a good thing. I don't know that it will be. I'm I'm not saying it's gonna be bad, but
0: you know, you, you gotta open up, you gotta be willing to open up your playbook. And again, I know last year there was limitations. Uh, there should be minimal. Limitations. I mean, we haven't hit any injuries or anything like that. But at the moment, there should be minimal limitations from him being creative with this team.
1: And I think we will see it. I, I, I really do I, think so.
0: I don't disagree, but uh, you know, my motto for the year hashtag Prove It. Yeah, you know, when I when I see it, I'll I'll applaud him and and go from there.
1: I think, um, I think this guy's gonna gonna um, he's he's, he's gonna um, impress you. I think he's gonna raise his game. I like it. I like it. I think so. Yeah. Cuz I know I, I know I went off on Scott last season. And he deserved it, I think. Uh maybe he didn't deserve all of it, but but he
0: deserved it. He he deserved some he deserved the mic-
1: microscope or the the spotlight on him I should Oh, cuz I gave it to him, man. <laughs> Boy, I remember Scott, bro. I was ready to get you out of here. Well, speaking of out of here, uh
0: everybody loved him, hated him. They'd love to hate him. Troy Apke. Is no longer around. Uh, that was Ken's boy. He was not my. He was just a player, man. You're in burgundy. Come on, man. Uh, but but Troy Abke <laughs> is, is no longer on the team. Well, I gave Pe- him to people you. people love to hate him.
1: That was Ken's boy, y'all.
0: Um, <laughs> and, and to be honest, you know, the last couple years that he was on the team, uh, he, he was mainly there because he was, teams. he was he was a very good special teams guy. That's it. Um, and he you know he was the the third
1: string safety uh so so what does this tell you about Scott Apke it, it I mean the, the fact that he's released does it mean that our safeties and our depth the past few years was just so awful that that uh Troy Apke had a spot or does it tell you that now all of a sudden our depth and and the youth and you know Percy Butler and some of these other guys is that much better that they can uh that made Troy Apke expendable
0: well, Apke hasn't been really on the field because he's been injured
1: uh for through a lot of the a lot of the camp he, here. Yeah, but we we know what he is, right? Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Um but I think they're just, but he was just a special team, but these other guys are gonna be maybe get on the field. And and, yes,
0: yeah, absolutely. They they think that uh when he's on my get my perception is when these other guys are on the field from a safety perspective, uh Del Rio and Rivera and coaches think that these guys are better safeties than Apke, and they're equal at least
1: uh, on on special teams. So No, I agree. I agree. Um, but, so, man, the fact that, that Troy had a um, spot on this team the past at least two seasons tells you just how bad it was, man. I,
0: you, you have people that make the team every year because of – special teams you know you have
1: a handful of people that make the team i understand we talk uh, about, we talk about troy apke right? I, i, our, I understand our backup safety our backup corner third that turned into a safety <laughs> hey. they were just trying to find a no, spot no, no. for this guy man I, he he didn't he did not
0: end up being the player that we wanted him when we drafted him absolutely agree with that uh but he, he's he's there's next year there will be a Troy Apke-esque player. No. And there there always is. On our on, team? On, on every team, We're there always team. is. We've done our team. There's always somebody like that that... Who? Hangs on... I'll tell you
1: next year. <laughs> right? Well, you, you probably know him now. Who is it? Uh, tell me. There's nobody. Troy, He's gone. Troy's gone. I, uh, there'll be a, there'll be a, a, no, a replacement. No. no, because Troy... Troy we felt this way about Troy for the past couple of years. And t- I'm not saying enough for him. I'm just saying there's always a Troy Apke I type of player. I agree. But not every year. Right? My point being is, we, people have been screaming for Troy to be cut for years, and now he's finally cut. We don't have another guy that. It's not like people saying they need to cut Troy and this guy. Watch next year. There's only one. There will be a replacement next year. Well, there'll be a guy that some people say need to cut, but it's not because, just simply because this guy's just lingering on. And, and, and let me just say this when players get cut, man, it, it, it impacts a lot of people. So I, I'm not taking it light that this kid was cut. I mean, I mean, it's like he, he woke up today and he got no job. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the, the check stops and unless he goes and do something or save this money up, man, they got, they got, they got no income. Right. And so he, you know, he wasn't a first round pick where he got, you know, 15, 20 million right. He didn't make, he didn't, right? make cra- he didn't make crazy yeah. money by NFL standards, Right. By, at, at all. And, and I'm not saying he blew his money, but there's no money coming in today. He's got right. his last check. So. This is a huge impact to him, and I don't know if he's married and kids and you know and family and parents and all of that. But it's the NFL, and I understand people get cut all the time. But man, I, I bet Scott was probably blinded by—I mean, Scott Charles was probably blinded by this. I don't,
0: I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I think when when you're second, third string uh, player, and you're you're pretty much just contributing to special teams, you you know that your job is. Is always on the line because you're not one of the prime players. You're a you're a yeah, role but, player. But, but
1: but every team has has that guy, right? That is that is your and, your, and, your key special teams guy.
0: And role players are re- released for the new guy because maybe the new guy is more than a role player. What? Once you give him the chance, right. um, you're defending your boy, man. I know. I'm not defending him. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia guy. I know. I know. I know. I gotta. What am I going to do with his jersey now, man? I'm just kidding, guys. I don't have his jersey. <laughs> <laughs> uh let, let, let's stay on the defensive side. Uh you know, been some good reports of the since the, uh, the I guess this week about uh Jamin Davis. Yeah. You know well, that that's been a concern to both of ours, right? Well, I think uh, a lot number, of fans have been worried about Jamie. Right, right. Right. But but something you and I have brought up of, you know, there was so Appeared to be such a high ceiling talent wise, and would he would he get it together and would it start clicking to where he's not thinking he's just playing football? And it sounds like that is yeah. starting starting to happen for him from, yeah. from, from some reports. Yeah, I've
1: listened to the reports. John Kine being one. Um, if you guys didn't realize, we like listening to my man John. But uh, but yeah, John is saying that man he's looking looking like things are starting to click. Ron Rivera was talking very positively about. About uh, Jamie Davis, it seems like things are clicking. We need to see it on the field. I think McKissick
0: even uh, yeah. spoke up yeah. about everybody's it. Yeah, everybody's
1: talking about it, man. On and, the offensive uh, side, yeah. And so, you know, until to, to that point, I think if if Jamin can is it Jamin or Jammin? Jamin Jamin Davis can get this right. Jamin Jamin. Yeah, Jamin Jamin. If he can get this right, man, and um, and then play well, I think it does our defense uh, serves our defense. Very, very well. oh, man. oh yeah, if he right? if he
0: steps up and and comes close to being a a first round linebacker quality,
1: yeah, that's that'll dramatically change our defense Ab- absolutely, absolutely. so so this is good to hear, man. um, you know, hopefully this translates to the field, and uh, I didn't get too caught up in what the defense did or didn't do on, uh, on uh, against Carolina because again, I don't think they want to show what they're doing. Right. They don't want to show their hand. They just kind of ran some basic fronts and those types of things. So I, I didn't get too caught up in that. Right, right, right. Um, but hopefully, this thing will just click um, for this defense once the, uh, the the real bullets are flying.
0: Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I you know, kind of on the the linebacker topic. Kind of one of the things that all of a sudden, has, you know, I'll say a month ago or so, month and a half ago, there was a lot of talk. About Washington, once they got past uh, the June first, that they would potentially bring back Landon Collins. Uh, there's a lot of questions still about our linebacking crew. Last year, he played, you know, what they call the Buffalo nickel, to where he was more in the run support from from a linebacker position, you know, safety, a big safety playing right. a linebacker type of role. And Landon Collins isn't playing for anybody right now. Uh, 28, 29 years old.
1: Former Pro Bowl.
0: Former Pro Bowler. Um, you know, signed big contract. Uh, was he the number one safety contract, the highest safety when he signed with Washington? If he wasn't, he was top three. I think at the time he was the
1: highest paid I safety. I think so. He
0: was definitely top three. So he's perceived, and, and, and other teams tried to get him, and now he's not, he's not playing football at all. A uh, little, well, little, little
1: surprise there. Well, well, the one thing that that uh, Landon not being on a roster uh, or not even on our team continues the concern that everyone has about the depth of the linebacker position. Because if Cole or Jamin goes down, it, it doesn't look like we have the depth behind those guys. Yeah, big big but, drop off. But specifically with Landon here, you know, a lot of people like, you know, well, we need to sign Landon to address the depth problem. And the thing about that is – it takes two to tango, man. It doesn't matter if Ron calls Landon or Jack Dario or whoever the linebackers coach calls up and sells him, uh, asks Landon to come and play. Landon's got to want to come back to play here. He's got to want to be a part of that team, and and so and people just like, well, we should just call him and he come back. Well, he's got to want to come back. Yeah, I, I, maybe he doesn't want to come back. I, I I agree with that. I don't
0: think Washington has placed a phone call. Maybe I, they haven't. I, I have a feeling, because be, and the reason why I say that is because, as as fans and observers of of the Commanders, we all. If there's if there's one concern that we all have, it is the linebacker position, and we have done nothing over the last month month and a half. There's been some linebackers available. A couple linebackers have been cut, uh, and never has there been a even a rumor about. Come into Washington. Now, people say, hey, man, maybe maybe he'll come to Washington. But there's never been a legitimate rumor that Washington is talking to any of these players or
1: any of these players are talking well, to well, Washington. The one guy, Anthony Barr, right? Supposedly, they, they kicked the tires on that. I don't okay. know how serious they were, but they did. Okay. But other than Anthony Barr, no, he there's no other linebacker that's been linked to us. Um, you know, and I know everyone wanted to go after Roquan Smith right. out of Chicago. Right. Um, <laughs> But it's so quick to say, well, let's go get Roquan. Roquan is, is not in camp because of a contract. Right. This guy's looking for the big payday, and he's currently inj- coming off of an injury, and he wants the big payday. We can't even pay De'Ron Payne, but we want to now give up either draft picks or and or a huge uh, salary to Roquan Smith. Right. That's you know, not to say that he wouldn't help us. Right, and, and we're already going to be down a, probably a second-round
0: pick next year for Carson Wentz. For Carson Wentz. Right. So yeah, you're not you're not getting him uh for a for a fifth round pick.
1: Right. So so you're gonna <laughs> right. so you're not gonna cause Carson Wentz was for those that don't, it was a third, that could be a, potentially be a second. It's gonna be a second.
0: Yeah, unless unless he gets injured and misses a significant part of the season, it's gonna be it's a gonna second. It's gonna
1: be a second. So what are you gonna give up for Roquan Smith? A third or first? I mean, you, you would yeah.
0: think they definitely want a first. They're going to get Abs- a first. Absolutely. Yeah. So
1: now you're going to go into next year's draft without a first and a second. Come on, man. We can't do that. Right. And again, if you can't give the money to DeRon Payne, how are you going to give this money to, to uh, Roquan Smith? Well, I mean, I don't have
0: as much of a problem with that because you may feel that he's a, a better player, fits into your system better, uh, you know, a, a better at the, at the second level. I mean, there, there's justification for but, but it's for about that. money, though. Right, but I'm saying you're you're going to spend the money. You just have to justify on where you spend it. They may not feel at this moment. We don't have the cap space for
1: for Roquan, man. We don't have the
0: cap space. You you get get the right player. I don't care what it is. You get the right player, you're going to find cap space. Well, unless you're the Rams. The Rams don't have a cap. Right,
1: right. But but, but at the end of the day, the, the main thing here is Roquan Smith would be a great and a huge addition to our team. But he's, I just, not, but he's I just, not coming to Washington. He's not anymore. coming. And, and, I, and, and that's why I, I, I would
0: love him to be here, but the reality the is... The reality
1: is he's not coming. He's, he's, to oh, to yeah. your point, he's not coming. So we're back to and Davis and the same thing with uh, Landon Collins. I don't know that Landon wants to come. Yeah, I, I think...
0: Um, I think Washington will be looking at these waiver wires um, over the next couple weeks as, as other teams make cuts. I, I, I think we... There's a linebacker that will be there opening day that is not on this team right now. Let me just go ahead and say that. I agree with Uh, that. I agree with that. It's not going to be necessarily a high-end whatever, but it'll be a solid second-string backup linebacker that gets in playing or is in the rotation. Um, But, yeah, I I, I think we are not
1: sitting pat at linebacker. I would agree. I can't disagree with that, Ken.
0: What What else? What else we got going on here?
1: I mean, as far as the team, I think that's it, man. I think um, other than than that, I think we're heading to uh, Kansas City. We're actually going on the road to Kansas City. Uh, you know, it should be a good matchup, man. I, I know Tyreek's gone, and and um, I understand that, you know, their offense probably won't play a ton either, but, you know, it's, it's a step up in offense. Yeah. You know, do, does does Kansas City take the opening snap and two plays and it's touchdown, or do they put a 20... 20-play drive together, and, we, and our defense can't stop. I don't know. Right. But a step up in offense this is a playoff-caliber team in a very tough division. And uh, let's hope to see that we see a continuation of these stars that we saw uh, against Carolina, the Sam Howells, the the, the Brian Robinsons, um, a little more continued improvement with Jammin Davis. Uh, who am I missing? Timing, timing with Wentz and, and his Wentz, receivers. Wentz I mean, playing, that, that's, yeah.
0: you know, let me put a gold star by that one.
1: Yeah, all of those things. Let's hope to see win or lose. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we see a, a second consecutive week where we saw those types of things and it continues to give us promise as we had in uh, the Jackson 1 against
0: Duval. Yeah, I wish we were uh, a little bit closer to Kansas City because that wouldn't be a, a bad game to go up there and, and catch. We got, uh, I think on that game, you're going to see a little bit more of the starters. And there's some great barbecue. Up. Uh, I know a couple of places up in Kansas City that are heard. fantastic I've barbecue. Heard. I've heard. Yeah, that would have been be nice if it would have only been a three or four hour drive. That would have yeah. been nice, but uh, a little further.
1: I agree. I agree. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. That's all I got for this podcast. That's, How about you, brother? That's it, man. That's it. We'll wrap this up. And uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning in, listening to us, and uh, continue to promote share, us. Share, share, share. Yeah, continue to share and promote us. And, uh Uh, Again, we appreciate the love. So I guess until next time, peace out. Peace out, Knuckleheads.